help keep this show free by buying some of our swag of apparel at butcherspit.com. We have t-shirts, hoodies, and even baby onesies. That's butcherspit.com. Be sure to check out Murky Chronicles drops every Friday, hosted by yours truly, Theyfala, the Butcher Dobashi, and Kenny Roberts. With guests, stories, news on unexplained and bizarre happenings, you can listen on your favorite podcast platforms or just go to lyricalspit.com for the latest shows and links. Ahlan beautifuls. I'm still here to remind you, you know, that you're beautiful. You already know what. What? That I better get to your daily spit before I lose it. Yes, sir. So here is your daily spit. Setbacks are only temporary as long as you don't give now, don't forget this Sunday, Lyrical Spit Blast from the Past, Love Lock, with myself and AEW superstar, Thunder Rosa. And the episodes can get juicy. I will be right back right after this brief commercial break with Big D Buddy Highway, also with his world premiere of his track, Apples and Bananas. I have something you all can think about until I get back. If you are vegan and you swallow, are you still vegan? (laughs) I would like to introduce to Lyrical Spit. He and I go way back. He's a father. He's a rap artist, an actor, professional wrestler, the one and only Buddy Highway, a.k.a. Big D. What's cracking, brother? Man, dude, living the life, living the life, man. What about you? Uh, You know, just hanging in there, you know, injured my ankle a while back, and I'm just trying to keep relevant. Um, No, I hear you, bro. But I just want to... Definitely. I, you know, I just want to say thanks for reaching out to, to me on Instagram, you know, and I was like, Hey, yeah. Yes, and yes, here we sir. are, here we are right here on lyrical spit. I love it, man. You've been doing some, uh, you've been doing some big things, bro. You got quite a, quite a bit of a, uh, of a catalog there on that Spotify, bro. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks, man. You know, started a way back and, you know, give a shout out to sign guy. Cause like three, four years ago. Yeah. Wanted to dabble into it, and he kind of helped me out a little bit, and I graduated to anchor. And but, anyways, before we get going, I want to break the ice and and get yes. us warmed up with a a random question. I'm going to spin the random question reel wheel. You ready? Sound good. All right, here we go. Just like Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> all right. Oh, all right. Rip open the envelope. All right. Here we go. You ready? It's a tough one. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. Who would win in a fight 
to the death in a cage? Magilla Gorilla or Grape Ape? <laughs> That's a hard one, bro. Man, I got to go with Grape Ape, bro. Why is that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, bro. I think I think some workers are these random names. <laughs> no, no, we're talking about the cartoon characters. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you have me confused. I'm like, what are these? Like some fucking some Chikara wrestlers or something? <laughs> no, no, no. We're talking to the old Hanna Barbera cartoon. Remember, grape ape, grape ape on the on the on the the van, and then we got Magilla Gorilla. Okay. Okay. See, I see that's. I, I think that's probably before my time, bro. I don't remember that. Oh, you I don't? don't. Okay. Well, I don't. So, uh, man, we should get another question. Be honest with you. Okay, another one. Okay. All right. Yeah. Man. Okay. Hold on. Yeah, I don't know because I'm like, wait. All right. Like, all right. Like, all right. Here we, we have go. Great here in Portland at Voodoo Donut. That's it. Oh, Voodoo Donut. <laughs> Vo- Last time I was there, I forgot who it was for. I bought him one of those big black chocolate dick donuts for somebody. Oh my God. Those, yes, dude. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here's another one. Okay, here we go. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Who would win in a cat fight? Harley Quinn or Catwoman? Ooh. Now, are we talking. Are we talking uh, old old Catwoman or like Halle Berry Catwoman? Are we talking old like Hall- old school Halle Berry Catwoman and 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 uh, the chick okay. that played her played uh, the latest one that played uh, what's her name that played the latest uh, Harley Quinn? Yeah, because if you're talking like Michelle Pfeiffer, I think she has it all day. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I like but, Eartha uh, Kitt. Uh, I like Eartha right? Kitt personally, but. No, for sure. Uh, Halle Berry, bro. I got to go with Halle Berry. Okay. Okay. Just because, just, just, just because you know me, I'm old school. She's a vet. Yes. You know what I mean? And a little crazy, like, too. Little, and remember, dude, Ric Flair sure. busted it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that makes it all better, dude. Yep. <laughs> yes, sir. I remember listening to him. You were saying back in the WTBS days when David Justin. David Justice from Atlanta Brace cheated on her. I guess uh, Ric Flair slid in. Uh, of course he did, dude. He, <laughs> he, he walked in. He walked in butt naked with the robe. You know how it is. <laughs> oh, doing the helicopter, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> you know what do you think about? Okay, I kind of I used to like watching the. What's that show, Dark Side of Wrestling on Vice? Oh, but, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the Dark Side of the Ring, yeah. Yeah, dark. but I don't know. After that last one, when the the, the the airplane from hell, the flight from hell, I, you know, I think kind of, I think they're doing more bad than good for the business. I kind of boycott it. I agree. I agree, dude. It's like, it's because they're, they're starting to dig more deep in it, and it's starting to like, almost like, you know, expose the business more of like the personal, you know, personal times, bro. It's like. Well, you know like, I mean? remember, and then all these people attacking Tommy Dreamer now, and he lost his job. Yeah. And, and yep. then I heard, you know, they exactly. kind of chopped up the interviews and stuff with uh, Rob Van Dam. You know, they, of course, you know, they probably took out of some. Of course they yeah, do, man. Yeah. They want to, you know, they want to put what they want to put, but it's just like, yeah, bro, it's, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Like I said, it's all politics, bro. Just like, 
when I grew up, like Ultimate Warrior was like one of my number one favorites, bro. And then all of a sudden, and then all of a sudden, I seen like the real Ultimate Warrior, and it's like, oh wow, okay, good to know. <laughs> what? But it's like, man, it's like I almost wish I would have never known that. <laughs> you know yeah. Because I mean? <laughs> then I then I still would have had that. Oh yeah, he's a hero. But then it's like, nah, bro, <laughs> you're a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember when I was younger, I I seen him at the BNI. They came yes, in. bro, I remember that, dude. I, I, I seen the picture. I seen the pictures there. Yes, yeah, I remember. I, for some reason, I remember his wrist. Looking Who at his there? wrist, was there? Was Janetti? Was it Janetti there too? Yeah, but they were on different days. Every time they came to Tacoma. Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. So. That's tight, man. Yeah, but anyways, you know, good old, good old Jim Hellwig, bro. Yeah, rest <laughs> in peace, man. Rest in yeah, peace for sure. For sure. You know. I kind of had a mark out moment a few New Year's Eves ago, and it's just a small word. I was at my homie's house, childhood friend, him and his wife, and I was sitting there, and that's when you stepped away from a professional. Well, you were still wrestling, but you were doing the strongman competition. So I'm sitting here, and yeah. uh, and this guy, he walks in with the kilt, and we just start talking. And then I said, Buddy Highway, then we start talking, and you guys knew each other. And I remember I either called or texted you, and I was like, man, what a small world. Right. <laughs> For sure. It definitely is a small world, bro. Yeah, man, that was, uh, yeah, that was definitely an experience, bro. I, uh, I had severe diabetes, bro, to the point that I was like about to die, bro. It's like, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to shoot straight with you, man. My doctor was right. like, you need to figure out something. Otherwise you're going to be done, bro. And so I'm like, okay. So I took a power lifting, bro. And I took it up like, like big time, like, uh, picking up Atlas stones that were like 600 pounds and, and, uh, you know, deadlift in the back of cars, you know, the back of like literally the back of trucks, like I can pick up trucks and, and it's crazy, bro. It's, it's insane. So I did that for like a year and I'm like, bro, like my back and, and everything is blown out because on top of wrestling, you know, come on. I mean, that's just crazy. So now I'm just sticking to power lifting, you know, doing a lot of bench, you know, staying away from the, you know, the, the knees and whatnot and just making sure I have a strong back, you know, and whatnot for wrestling. But, but yeah, it definitely did a lot of shit with me, bro. Picking up those 500 pound rocks and all that stuff, bro. That was definitely something, dude. Well, yeah, I mean, you went from one extreme to, you know, uh, yeah. to another, I remember you were getting pretty, <laughs> pretty big. Sure. Yeah. You were getting pretty big, but what, what, and I remember you just didn't see you for a while and seeing you on your videos doing, you know, your competitions, like, man, what a transformation. So what, Yeah, what, I mean, that's what it got you doing it. Just, you're like, screw it. I'm just going to go all the way and do the power stuff. Is yeah, that what I happened? Have to give, I have to give a hundred percent. I'll tell you exactly how I did a hundred percent to uh, the keto diet, bro. That's what it was. Not, you know, was, quick story. So I did the keto day, diet and I was down, I'm, I, I just started back in it, but I was down to maybe 30 grams of carbs and yeah. I lost too much weight. I remember I lost so much. I went from like 260 down to 180. And Wow, that's how it was with me, bro. I was like it's addicting. Yeah, I went down with 395 and went to 220. And wow. I'm like, I can't do it no more. Yeah, like, I can't do it. Yeah, it was like, you know, every time I, I was like losing it quick and I got excited. And then it was hard mm -hmm. for me to get bookings after that. People were like, you're too small. And I was like... So now you're like, what do you mean? You're like, what do you mean? I'm in shape, but it's like, no, we're shriveling yeah. away, bro. Yeah. So <laughs> last time 
we worked together in the locker room was, uh, I think it was BCW and you were doing some short films and yes, I, sir. Me- I remember you're doing that. And then you stepped away from the business. What was there a particular reason where you just burnt out? Cause I mean, you were like <laughs> Bro, wrestling, Exactly. you were wrestling yeah. everywhere. I mean, doing yeah. everything. It- it was a lot. It was a lot to take in, bro. It was. I was. I was definitely burnt out. That's a good way to put it, bro. I. Uh, uh, I felt like Shawn Michaels. I lost my smile, sort of speak. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. And it was. It, I couldn't find it, bro. And it was just. It was just hectic, bro. I'm like, no, no. So I needed to step away, and uh, that's when I started doing music, bro. And uh, like I said, music's always been um, something that I've loved to do, but I just never let anybody know. I just kind of kept it to myself. But then I kind of started making it. Uh, mainstream uh, as of a couple of years ago so it's been uh been pretty nice bro i got signed to sony and all that shit and it's been uh, pretty cool oh you, you did get signed with sony huh so yeah you- bro yeah i got a yeah i got a distribution deal with sony and uh they've been uh, they've been pretty neat pretty neat with shit man as you can see if you looked at my numbers uh, i post on instagram bro my numbers have been amazing i got like tripled doubled tripled like everything since last year well you know what i got uh i want to talk to you after we get off the show i want to talk to you yeah. about somebody uh, yes, and, uh, nice, nice. Well, I remember, wasn't your uh, ring music? You did your ring music, right? Yeah. I produced the, the beat and the song myself. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I remember I had no idea you were, I mean, and I remember, I think we were talking, you said, yeah, you had your own studio and I was kind of like amazed because yeah. I always wanted to dabble into something like that, but I was like, wow. And, and, and I was like, damn, it was pretty good. And, and then, you know, I've been following you too. And I mean, I'm, I think it was during the beginning of COVID or something. Didn't you do like a mini tour or something? Cause you were on the road. Yeah, bro. I just, yeah, it was called the, the trials and tribulations mini tour. And it was uh, uh Colorado, Idaho, Oregon, Washington. It was great, bro. Nice. Nice. Yes, nice. sir. Well, amazing. all right, let's go back. So what did you, what, what did you fall in love for us when we were a kid? Where you're like, I want to be a rapper. Did I want to be a professional wrestler? Did I want to be a strongman, an actor? I mean, what was bro, what were what was bro, your dreams? Right when I came out the womb, dude. I'll tell you, Sherry, my love is until this day, bro, is is always going to be professional wrestling, bro. Literally, everybody wanted to be a cop. They wanted to be <laughs> a, fi- a a fireman. Like I literally, bro. I literally, I watched WrestleMania three, and I was like, that's what I'm going to do. And I was like, I told myself, that's what I'm going to do. And to me, I feel like I'm living my dream, bro. I may not be in the WWF and doing all that, but it's like, I got respect in my, you know, in my own territory around my, you know, for my fellow peers, that's all that matters, bro. And it's, it's amazing, bro. You know what I'm saying? Shit may be crazy, but it's, 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 it's still the love for the business, bro. You know that, oh, you know, yeah. that first camp, bro, you, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You going to going to Puerto Rico and all that shit. Like, come on, bro. That's once in a lifetime, man. That's, that's great. That's a great opportunity, man. Yeah, man. I'm telling you, Puerto Rico. Um, it was st- the first time I wrestled there. It was like the '80s. They respected there, yeah. and I mean, it was like night and day. I mean, technically, it's part of the United States, you know, a Providence. But yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, coming yeah. off, got picked up. I mean, it was like That's I would cool, only bro. I would yeah. only imagine yeah. Japan would be like that, but. Exactly, bro. It's like you're treated like royalty. Yes. It's, it's like I really it's, and they it's believe awesome. and they believe. Yeah, exactly, bro. Exactly. Be- now, shouts out to shouts out to Chief out of Kula Kula, by the way. 
Oh Shout yes, to the big man. To my, the big man. my world powers guy, brother. Yes, sir, man. Love that guy, man. That's he's like awesome, man. Like I said, that guy definitely, definitely will take care of you, bro. That's what's awesome, man. That's I, I love that. I never, I never, guy. I never forget uh, Puerto Rico the first time I went, and uh, for to this day I just start laughing because he was in a some kind of was the main, he was in the main event. He was, uh, Oh, what was it? Um, it was some kind of hardcore match, but it was like one of those Taipei, you know, yeah. light ball. and I remember sitting in the, in the, uh, I paid those, those Taipei death matches. Bro. Yes. Yes. And they, they put their, yeah. their, their hands in glass. And I remember sitting yes. in the hotel room. Yes. He was oh. talking, he was talking to his body wife and I'm sitting there in the back of him on the bed. Um, taking super glue and gluing all the little cuts in his back. And I was kind of laughing. Yep. I was like, if we had a video of it, I mean, it was just, I don't know. It was just funny. It was funny. And that's what I'm saying, bro. The brotherhood, bro. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? You don't know. <laughs> Other people would say that's just, that's just plain stupid and crazy, but it's like, nah, bro. Puerto Rico and you're fucking healing up your homeboy's wounds, bro. That's a good night. That's a good night, bro. <laughs> hey, and, th- and this is a shoot too. So we're sitting here at one of the sponsors restaurant and we're all cleaned up, and uh, Chief still had a staple in his head by his mohawk. We didn't even see it. And uh, I, oh, what was her name? I can't remember who it was, but what's that? Pull, pulled the, the staple out of his head, and blood just started running down to the side of his head at the table. Oh, inside, inside the restaurant? Yes. It was like a, like oh, a nice kind of fine dining restaurant. Oh my god! Oh, that's awesome. God, I could only imagine. So, what was your first recollection recollection of uh, wrestling, though, as a kid? Uh, my dad, bro, he took me to the Memorial Coliseum. It was uh, it was uh, Ultimate Warrior versus Sergeant Slaughter in the cage, bro. I'll never forget it. Wow. What was? Yeah. Is that what made you want to be one? Yeah, bro. I went doing that, you know, uh, my, my, my parents buying me the, the wrestling figures and, and, uh, having my aunts and uncles come over ordering the WrestleManias and, and my dad being a, you know, a macho man fan and me being an ultimate warrior fan. And we like, you know, fighting, fighting each other and stuff like that while we're watching the pay-per-view and the, you know, career versus career match and all that crap. And bro, it was crazy, man. Uh, It was crazy. (laughs) Real quick. I remember when I was about five years old, my cousin, yeah, yeah. my cousin Abdullah, rest rest in peace. Um, he would yes, come, sir. and it was about eleven thirty at night. Big time wrestling was on, you know, from Portland. And the very, yes, the very first thing I saw on there was Roddy Piper trying to drink a raw egg in the ring, and he about puked. Right? And, <laughs> yes. And then we just had got cable in the just happened to change the box at WTBS. And all I saw was this mayhem and it was the Freebirds power driving a DiBiase like a couple times on the concrete and it was bloody. And then Tommy Rich wow. made the save and I was yeah, hooked yeah. ever since. Wow, dude. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's definitely a segment that would have got me. Hooked, <laughs> yeah. Was right when I turned out, I was like, what is this? What is this? Right. <laughs> That's great. So, How'd you get in the business and who trained you? Uh, so, uh, I'd say it was, uh, 1999, 2000. Um, 
I went into a promotion that was called uh, OCW, which was Oregon Championship Wrestling, uh-huh. and uh, which was run by uh, Mad Max, Scott Ferris, and uh, uh, Billy Jack Haynes. Um, and Billy Jack Haynes ended up leaving, um, so I came in and was trained by uh, Scott Ferris, uh, a Little Nasty Boy, uh, uh, couple, a couple other guys, bro. Like they just a couple ham and eggers, I guess is a good way to put it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, uh, good friend Buzz Anderson, he's awesome. You know, what I'm saying old school. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, bro. And then um, after I wrestled there for a little bit, I end up uh, Richie Magnet was another guy that was uh, there. Oh, it was yeah. where God rest his soul too. Yep. God rest his soul. Um, uh, I ended up getting a lot, a lot of training, a lot of one-on-one training from uh, Tito Carrion oh, uh, in yes. Hillsboro. Rest in yeah, peace. Like, yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. Um, I actually have a big, 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 big picture of him on my wall, bro, that I look at every day, man. So inspiration every day, bro. So yeah, I love nice. that guy, man. I owe him everything, man, to the point that, uh, you know, he was supposed to charge a certain amount uh, for fees and whatnot. And he knew that I, you know, was just working at Burger King trying to just make it, bro. And he was very, very adamant on having me come out. So I would take the max out there um, seven days a week, bro. Uh, I would go to school, hop on the max, take it all the way down to Hillsborough, and I would train with him, bro, in the ring. Um, him, uh, Mega Boy, uh, La Bestia, all those guys, yeah. bro. And it was. It, it was intense, bro, because it literally was an old like garage that had like the stiffest ring in the world. It was an old uh, NWA ring that was used um, for a long time. I think like Ric Flair battled uh, Billy Jack for the NWA title in it, and it was like it was just it was it was a stiff ass ring, bro. Wow. But uh, man, lots of blood, sweat, and tears into that dude. And uh, so yeah, I definitely I, I owe a lot to them. Um, you know, other people, you know, that I, that just, you know, help me out, you know, uh, psychology wise on the stick wise, whatever, uh, Sandy Barr, you know, uh, Roddy Piper, um, you know, a couple other guys that, you know, I don't even know <laughs> just whatever, bro. <laughs> it's, it's been, so, like I said, a lot of people have had a lot of good influence in my life that it's hard to, it's hard to name them all, but man, but a lot of, yeah, a lot of good people, man. Uh, you know, me and Mike Miller, you oh, know, all yeah. those guys. Yeah, a lot of a lot of legends, man. Definitely, definitely that you know, just to sit there and talk to me for a couple hours, man, you wouldn't know how much I would learn from these guys, man. So it's crazy, man. Now it's definitely an honor. Dude. Now that promotion you were talking about, was that ran by Barber? Which one? The OC Uh no, I think it was no, I think it was ran by Scott. And then they had uh, they had uh, they had Todd Rule was there, which was uh, yeah. Todd B. Craft. There was a prom- was there. There was a promotion there, and I think it was. I think his name was Barber. I I don't remember his name, but I remember Buddy Rose had me there, and they had me yeah. At- that's yeah. That was Straight Blast Jim. That was off of MLK. Okay, okay. I just remember yes. he had me. I was refing, and yeah. they were gonna have me, you know, turn into a wrestler there because something happened, and I disqualified Snooka because he cross body box me or something by accident. It was a six man. And okay. And I remember right after that, we were, everyone was meeting at the bar and it was buddy Wayne. Another one rest his soul. Yep. Uh, yes, sir. Scott Norton. Um, yep. um, anyways, we're at the, went across the street and I had my Seattle supersonic jacket on. 
And next thing I walk in and uh, I remember these guys were playing pool and they start in, I think at the time it was Seattle. I think it was the playoffs and it was Seattle and Portland in the playoffs. And I remember walking in and those guys start flipping crap with me. Right. So I'm sitting yeah. here and I said, well, and I knew Scott Norton in them uh, was in the corner and I was like, you know what? Screw it. So I start being, I was hoping I was praying they would hear me cause they would have kicked me, kicked the crap out of me. Cause it was like six, seven of them. So I was, re- I was loud as can be. I was hoping Scott and them would hear me. I was like, screw you motherfuckers, man. Seattle, uh, Portland sucks. Uh, they're going to yeah. kick the trailblazer. And they were about to get up to whoop my ass. Next thing you know, Scott Norton comes up behind me and a few of the boys. And, you know, Scott Norton is just huge and wide. And I For remember real. they took one look at him and they just kind of sat back down. I was like, yeah, I know you're scared. I was talking all this crap. I'll never forget that. Ah, I love it, bro. How old are you? Oh, shoot. I was like 21, maybe. Nice, bro. No, I, yeah, I was 21. Yeah. 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 But thank God they saved my life, man. (laughs) Right? (laughs) For sure. Wow. So do you remember your first match? Bro, yeah, man. It was a, oh, man. So it was a tag match. And I think it was against uh, uh, Big Kodiak. It was, it was, dude, I was 14 years old and I was going to be against Kodiak. 600 pound Kodiak, bro. Wow. 600 pound Kodiak. And then later that night, I ended up wrestling Kid Kryptonite and Dunkum in a tag match. So it was a singles match and then a tag match. And then mind you, I would sing the national anthem every, every weekend as well for the promotion. Well, that's pay awesome. Those, pay those dudes, bro. You know how it is. Dude, that's Man. awesome. That's all. Aw- what? I remember, real, man, I got so many stories. Uh, I wanted to, oh, I'm going to go back. Oh, wait, first of all, about that, I think his name was Barber, right? Do you know, do you know uh-huh. how that promotion went out? Do you remember? No. I guess he was a I mark. Don't. He was a mark. And remember Cat and Sabrina, Buddy Rose's girls that he trained? They were workers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Something happened. I wasn't there that day, that weekend, and... Moondog Moretti, a shout out to Moondog, went over and was yes, doing sir. his thing, you know, attacking him or whatever, or was going to do rough him up. And the promoter marked out and legitly hit him in the back of the head with the mic. Oh, no. Yeah. And then there was big lawsuits going on. I think that's when it started, you know, going downhill. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Because I remember, the, uh, I remember um, Colonel the Beers was, uh, was, uh, was training there, too. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah. So, yeah, so, sure. so not only rap, you sing, huh? You sing the national anthem? Yeah, bro. Believe it or not, I was, I was, I was, you know, I was young, bro. So I, you know, I had some chords on me. Nice. <laughs> nice. Some pipes. That's, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I remember, uh, you know, I played sports and then I was in like studio choir and stuff. And so right after Sweet. Right after 9-11, when I was moving back from the Midwest here, Johnny Graham um, was like, hey, we need." they were afraid to let me play my heel because, you know, 9-11 and stuff like that. 
So for real. Yeah, yeah. So they said when you did a turn face, so they had me sing Oh Beautiful be- before the 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 show started and I was an instant face. Yeah. Yeah. And I then bet. I remember I had a valet named Jeannie there and they forgot they forgot our ring music and they were gonna play I Dream of Jeannie. So Yes. But That's great. they forgot the ring music. So the crowd was going do 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 do. They they had the crowd do that as we were dancing to the, to the ring. I don't know. That was just, yeah yeah. That was you know, one of those That's memories. Epic. One of yeah. those memories. But uh, exactly. Oh, once so, in a lifetime, bro. I love that. Man, man, we man. I'm I like I try that new pre workout stuff, and I'm just buzzing like. Which what what do you try? It was some new stuff I did. Uh, C4 uh shred. Yeah, that stuff is that stuff's insane, bro. Well, I took a double scoop today. It was the first time I took it, and I took a double scoop, and I'm just like I used to be off that TLM's uh meth lab, bro. That's it's intense. It's like six hundred milligrams for one scoop of caffeine. That's Woo! crazy. That's crazy. Oh, so, dude. Ooh, man. So <laughs> So I take it wrestling was first, right? And then you start rapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started doing. Well, I haven't do. I started doing music like the beginning of high school. I'd say like oh, eighth nice. grade. Okay. Yeah. Who's your inspiration? Uh, yeah. uh just just you know lots of music. Uh, you know, uh, and, you know Tupac. You know, uh, Dr. Dre. You know, I mean, lots of lots of West Coast guys back in the day. Um, uh, just, you know, dealing with, uh, you know, a lot of problems with my parents and whatnot. Music was my outlet. So I had a lot of time to listen to a lot of music. Definitely. Nice. So taking yourself out of the equation, who is the best rapper of all time? <laughs> Me out of the equation. <laughs> uh, man, that's a good question, bro. Um, God, I don't even think I can answer that, bro. Okay. I have no, idea. I have no idea. Well, do you is think, it- do you think Tupac's dead? Do I think Tupac's dead? Yeah. Yeah, bro. Come on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've been be seeing these videos floating around. But how come you? No, bro. No, there's a guy in Las Vegas that I know. He's a Tupac double. And I'll get a hold of him for you. And he literally plays Tupac in Vegas. No way. Swear to God, bro. And he sounds just like him. Not even okay. lying to you. Okay. No. Tell me if this is mind-boggling. Okay, so I've seen yeah. stuff, and there, there, there's some artists, I can't remember who, they're saying they, you know, Tupac's not dead, and I'm not saying he is or isn't or anything like that. But, no, just think no, about sure. this. Think about this. How about if that Tupac lookalike was actually Tupac acting like a lookalike? Right? That'd be crazy. That'd be, that, that would definitely be be a mind fuck for sure. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. I haven't seen nothing dry or new drop lately. So I don't know. Just like Elvis, bro. Is he, is he, you know? Well, you know, you <laughs> see, you see stuff floating around, you know, I don't know what to believe anymore. I mean, no, how, I know. how do we know we don't, we're not living in a simulation. I mean, right. You know, I'm not a flat earther or nothing like that, but, but how, I mean, they, uh, we're just going we're by what fucking, they, we're we're going by we're what they say, you know. We're going. 
We're all holograms, bro. That's what it is. I mean, think about it. I mean, how do we actually know the earth is round? I'm not saying it's not, right? but no, for real. I agree. I mean, cause I truly believe that we never landed on the moon. Right. I truly believe that. I mean, I did. I mean, but you know, has anybody landed on the sun or is it, or is it always <laughs> too hot? <laughs> uh, like is there, you know is there really uranus jupiter venus and all that is there really all of those out there <laughs> well here's another one antarctica right no one's no one's allowed to go into antarctica unless you have a special permit if, if you're right? allowed um, supposedly there's bases over there of course there is <laughs> of course know, Sometimes my mind just wonder. Me too. Me too, bro. I'm I'm there with you, dude. No joke. Okay, what, what okay, what's your thought on the coronavirus, the China virus? God, dude, I don't know, bro. Did you see they just came out with another Omicron variant? Yeah, but they Jeez. came out with the member they said it was from Africa, but it come to find right? out it wasn't from Africa. Did you hear that? It wasn't. It was like somebody somebody went on a fucking vacation and like came back with it, right? Right, Weird, right. Dude. And 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 I was watching uh the was it well, Africa have prime ministers? Is that what they are? Prime minister or yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came out, I saw an interview, live interview with him, and when they put all the, the band, you know, from people from Africa coming to the United States, and he said that um whatever this is, is, isn't that big of a deal? You know, it's like a cold or whatever. And that there is no lockdowns. No one has to get oh. the shot. Um, there's no mass required. And he said, we're not locked down. So I, I, yeah, I mean, it's hard for me to li- I don't know. I believe the news is all propaganda. I don't want to get all political on here, but I really, it's the news, you know, is owned by like what, four or five people. And it's all propaganda. That's what I believe. I don't know. Uh, yeah, for sure, bro. It's crazy, man. Believe it or not, bro. I don't even. I don't even watch the news, man. I can't. I, I, yeah, I can't stand it. Oh yeah, I don't either. You know, a uh, quick shout out to the info. I watch Infowars every morning. Everyone, the government says Alex Jones, a big conspiracy theorist, and the government used conspiracy. They try to make it a bad name, but his stuff is. Str- straight on from like 10 years ago. I watch it every morning, him and his what guys, Infowars. Okay. I'll check it I out. Infowars.com. And that's like, they, they, they tell, I mean, they're not like far right or far left or anything like that. They just against propaganda. Um, they talk about the COVID virus, um, you know, everything. And like what the media is not talking about. I mean, it, I watch that and then, I don't even watch the news. I might watch it for like maybe some of the local stuff or the weather, but it's like, it's it's just sickening how it's, it's clickbait. It's form of entertainment, I guess. That's why you got to look at it. Exactly. But anyways, on a lighter note, I got some uh, emails. Shout out to Gary, Gary the Conqueror, Gary the Retard. That's fucking awesome, bro. <laughs> I love that guy. I love that guy. Uh, me too, bro. Like I, we were we were at BCW last weekend, and and right when I came out, I looked right over at Homeboy, and I'm like, "Where's Gary at?" He's like, "Oh, he's sick." And I'm like, "Damn it!" 
Yeah. He came with Josh. What's his name? What's his name? Uh, I'm Bob? having a brain fart. Right Bob? Now. Yeah. Bob. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Shout out to Bob. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah, I remember we were at a show at what, Hawthorne Theater. And I think Sandman and like X-Pac and them were on there. And Gary, that was the first time I met <laughs> Gary. And I, I remember, remember that. I remember I went over there and I, I choked him on the way out. And then, I don't know, he came out, wanted to talk to me, and he said, oh, you're one of my favorites. And, you know, and you know the deal. You start managing and stuff. But, um, yeah, yeah. But I remember it was a DOA or someplace. We're joking around, and he has that retard strength, man. He scared the crap out of me. He was, like, trying to lock <laughs> up with me, and he got me in a headlock and started choking me. I started Getting scared. That that dude is strong. I was like, Gary, Gary. I was like, I don't know. Gary, work, work, work. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Wow. Oh, okay. Awesome. All right. Okay. Here we go. I got a couple emails. Sounds okay. Good. Uh this one's from Jesus Walker. Sent to lyricalspit at gmail.com. It says, Big D, what is tougher? Pro wrestling, acting, rapping, or power lifting? Man, that's a that's a good question. Uh, I'd have to say, uh, powerlifting is, is 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 the hardest. Definitely, definitely the hardest. Now, now you said uh, you 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 were doing keto, right? When when you're doing powerlifting, yeah. Now, did you have to eat so much calories, or I mean, didn't your weight affect it? You know, uh... no, man. Believe it or not, I was on that Buddy Rose diet, bro. <laughs> what the blow away diet plan yeah for real <laughs> rest in peace to him too um no um uh you mean when i was wrestling or when i was powerlifting when you're powerlifting did you have to change your yeah, diet uh, when, I, when i when i was powerlifting i was on strict macros yes yes okay i had like a certain amount of carbs certain amount of fats and and, and so forth now now when you when you started the keto diet I remember I was in, they said, you know, you go in that funk, like, I don't know. Yeah. But I had it for four weeks. But after that first four, after the four weeks, then boom, I had all this energy. Did you, did you have any funk that the keto flu or whatever? Yeah, bro. I did. And I, I, I just, I ended up doing a lot of uh, potassium and like a uh, uh, chicken broth and that helped me out. That got me out of the, out of the keto flu. Oh, really? Yeah. See, no one told me that. <laughs> that's, that's crazy, bro. That's horrible. Yeah, I, what did I was listening to Joe Rogan? He talked so much about the Cato diet, so I just said, "Screw it, I did it." Just cut out all my carbs. That's all I did. Yeah, but exactly. Man. So what? What would be the second? So powerlifting, uh, and then I would say wrestling. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, and then uh, acting. Now let's yeah, talk about could... let's talk about that. So how did you hook up and start? Uh, you know, doing the acting and I, we were talking earlier, you're still doing it, right? Yeah, man. It's been, it's been great, bro. Um, uh, I met up with a good friend of mine, my brother, uh, uh, Anthony Nelson. He's the one that got me into that. Oh yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 He's a good friend of mine. We end up, uh, we end up coming together and, uh, coming together with a production company called Wheelhouse Media. Um, and it's been great, bro. Ever since that, we just kind of hit it off. Great. Um, Doing lots of festivals, Lovecraft, uh, Galignal Fest, you know every you know every Halloween, and uh, just uh, just staying relevant, man, bro. And we're doing lots and lots of stuff now. Next, 
next year we got a couple of uh, horror shorts we're doing um, called the Haunted Mines and uh, the Job Site, and, uh, and it's, yeah, it should be good, bro. But yeah, man, just we we have uh, quite a bit of uh, quite a bit of awards as well as we. Um, it seems like every other year when we do the uh, the horror festival, we always get an award. Um, I got an award uh, just the last one. Let me read it here off my wall. It says uh, it's a it's a death certificate for the best likely to get killed but survive. Nice. And it was, yeah, and it was for our short film called Skeletons in My Closet. Uh, our team was uh, dismembers only, and that's what I got October twenty fourth at the Clinton Street Theater, bro. The thirteenth annual Galignal Fest, bro. So yeah, it was uh, it was pretty cool, man. Wow, definitely fun, man. It's definitely inspirational, man. When you're winning winning awards and people are liking what you're doing, you know. Well, since you're in the industry, do you know a friend of mine? Her name is Michelle Morris, and they just got done doing uh, Witch House, and they just won a bunch of awards in Europe. Wow, yeah, it sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah Witch House, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, Michelle Morris, shout out to her. I told her I was going to marry her one day, but <laughs> she said okay, so I don't know if she's taking me serious or what. But <laughs> Right? <laughs> I know, shout out to her. We, 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 we talk good conspiracies, but, uh, yeah, that's awesome. And that's, you know, um, so when you got into it, did you guys just happen to hook up and say, Hey, did he just say, Hey buddy, you want to do some films or did yeah, you? Yeah, he was doing that and I was wrestling and he always wanted to be a wrestler. So we kind of did the, you know, you, you know, the old swap a Rooney dude, right. You know, you, you teach me this, I'll teach you that. You know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, dude been great dude i got you know i got my own imdb if you actually type in my name on google it says like donovan Etzel. it says actor comes up on google so i'm like that's cool <laughs> are you in sag or anything like that no no i don't want to do that because uh it, it, it takes you away from from doing like stuff that you want to do like those little projects and oh, i don't want to i don't want to i don't i don't want to mess up that you know because i love i love doing you know, little projects or a little, little extra here, a little background or anything like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I said, you know, a lot of actors, independent actors had told me the same thing. What you just said, they didn't want to, yeah. you know, wow. wow that, that's, 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 that's. Great. Yeah. Cause once you, once you sign up for SAG, it's like you, you like, you, you're not able to do, you know, smaller projects, you know, and you got to like sign contracts and you got to do that. And they get much. their cut, right? Exactly, bro. So it's like if you're not doing, you know, a million dollar production, then it's like they don't want you doing it. You know, they're not gonna have you do it. Oh, uh, okay. No. I hate that. I hate that, bro. All right, we got another one here. Uh, this one from longtime listener. I love her name, but I'm sure it's not her real name. But Jelly Jelly sent her yeah. email to lyricalspit at gmail dot com. All right, I think this is a two parter. Let me see. Uh, what are your pet peeves in professional wrestling? And do you have any wild stories you would like to share that happen outside of the wrestling ring? <laughs> I love it. That's a great question, by the way. That's a great question. Um, so pet peeves. Uh, lately, it's been uh, too many, too many damn super kicks. In the ring, bro. It seems like I, I I can't get enough of these super kicks, bro. I'm I'm like I'm over it. Leg slaps or I, not? I, yeah, exactly, exactly. Leg slaps as well. Like, bro, I'm I'm over it, dude. And that's why I told myself that I literally took the super kick out of my repertoire because I literally 
Piper told me himself, bro, that I have one of the best super kicks he's seen since Shawn Michaels. And That's I still awesome. don't want to do it. Bro. I still don't want to do it. I'm like, no, bro, I'm good. I'm good. But, uh, that, um, politics, that's a big thing in wrestling. I, I, I can't fucking stand it, bro. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, people, people, uh, you know, uh, you know, kissing ass to, you know, get pushes and whatnot. Like if, if people are there legitimately putting in the time and paying their dues, then they should, you know, you know, reap the rewards of, you know, getting a title shot or at least a push, you know what I mean? And, uh, not have to worry about, fucking having to kiss ass or, you know, take the, take the booker out for, for dinner or whatever, or make him your best friend to fucking do shit. Like I hate that shit. I fucking hate it. Um, now, uh, story, story. Uh, let me see. So circle city wrestling, uh, Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, I'm wrestling. I'm a tag teaming with, uh, with bad blood. Uh-huh. Uh, we're out there. We're out there. Um, Abyss is on the card. Um, we got Road Warrior Animal. Um, Rest and, soul. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Mr. Anderson, uh, Mr. Kennedy, whatever you want to call him. Nice. Um, and at the end of the show, um, we end up going to the hotel. Uh-huh. And uh, we, uh, he, we, we heard that Homeboy passed out, uh, Mr. Anderson. Um, and what we did was we went into our, our room and we grabbed, uh, shitloads of mini, uh, mini bottles that off the, uh, off the mini bar and we drank them <laughs> and we filled them. We filled them up with water. <laughs> then we took them over to Mr. Anderson's room as he's passed out and we stuck them on his doorstop and we put like a little note there said, this is for you, Mr. Anderson. Anderson, Anderson. I mean, we must have did it like a hundred times, bro. <laughs> and we not, and we knocked on the door and we left. And then we woke up the next morning, bro. And this motherfucker was pissed, bro. Who the fuck woke me up? And when you woke me up, it wasn't real liquor and all that shit, bro. I'll never forget it, bro. So yeah, <laughs> shouts after Mr. Anderson, Mr. Kennedy. I love you, bro. But yeah, man, that was definitely uh that was definitely fun, dude. Love that shit. That's awesome. <laughs> Oh, yes, sir. Here we go. We got one more, and this one's from Betty Quinn. She sent her email to lyricalspit at gmail.com. Yes, sir. If you could go back in wrestling history and change one thing to make professional wrestling better today, what would it be and why? Man, that's a good question, too, bro. I love your, your listeners when it comes to questions, man. Yeah, they do, uh, they do a good job. They do a good job. They do because they actually like take the time. They don't just, yes. you know, do random stuff. Um, so I don't know if this answers it, but I wish that we could change the time of wrestling. Like I wish wrestling now was the way it was back in the 80s, the 70s and whatnot like that. Amen. With the, with the brotherhood and with the, you know, with the, I'm even going to say with the cocaine and all that shit, bro. Like <laughs> exactly, bro. Like partying, having a good time, drinking some beers, you know, taking a few Vicodin, bro, whatever the fuck you got to do, man. But just living, living, living life, bro. Like I always wish that I could have started wrestling back in the eighties instead yeah. of, you know, it, 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 you know, in 2000, because I felt like the, the ride would have been so much more rewarding than it is now. Yeah. And that, that's one thing that really, really disturbs me or kind of ticks me off. I get like, you know, Kevin Sullivan and Abdullah the Butcher and stuff. They'd be like, 
Yeah, I love man. them, bro. That's deep. I love it. I yeah, love they're it. like ah. they're like, yeah, man, your gimmick would make millions back in the day. Exactly. Like, but exactly. It, it was like, yeah, back in the day. How about now? I mean, it's a different time. So I'm like, no, exactly, bro. Like if you could, if you could have been like, you know, you know, uh, you know, tagging with the Iron Sheik or yeah. even, even the Sheik or even the Sheik or Sabu, bro. Like it'd be insane, bro. Or insane. just going against some, you know, baby face apple pie American. Uh-huh. Exactly, bro. But exactly. It's, 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 you know, it is what it is. Being in a stable with being in a stable with slaughter or some shit like that'd oh, be yeah. dope, bro. That'd be dope. Oh, remember God. when he turned heel? Exactly. That's what I'm talking about, bro. And he came up with a general Adnan, bro. Yeah. Come on. Dude, yeah, he had dude. death threats. Those are the good old days, man. That's what I'm saying, bro. When you can't go home because somebody's like, I'm gonna blow your house up. Yeah. Like I love that. That's great, man. That's good, genuine heat, bro. Yeah. I love it. Now I mean, do you think I kind of know the answer, but I just want to answer. Do you think it's going to ever go back around to be what it was? Or do you think uh, no. UFC is the, well, okay, let me rephrase that. I remember when UFC got popular. And I remember yeah. Dog Moretti was like, ah, oh, it's a work. Or I said, what do you mean? He's like, well, it, it goes, they do pro wrestling better than pro wrestling now. It, it, the bottom line is it's a work. Uh, how do you say it? Um, something like it's a wor- shoot. I can't even remember. In other words, you know, uh, like uh, man, I'm on a brain fart. I can't remember. Something like it's a work to people that only need it for it to be a work. So, oh, okay, I got what you're saying. Like you yeah. know, I guess in better terms, like you know, team up with someone, you know, you could beat and, and well now, you know, UFC's turned into pro wrestling. Anyways, I see angles happening all the time in the ring. I mean, I think it's going to end up pretty soon running off the ropes or the cages and, and, and it's going to involve yeah, to what it, when I was, uh, when I was, when I, when I grew up and I was training, cause I was, uh, I, I have four black belts. I, I don't think I told you that either. No. Um, what style? Cause uh, yeah, I'm, I did, I'm a black belt at Ishinru. There you go, bro. Yeah, modern hot keto, uh, taekwondo, uh, 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 boxing, all that shit. Well, bro. well before um, wait, before you go on, I, I just um, before COVID, I had my son do taekwondo, and I was taking hot keto too. And yeah, yeah. before I hurt myself, I really liked that. Well, how far did you get in hot keto? Uh, black belt, man. I went to uh, I think uh, second degree. Yeah. So, you know, where you had to memorize like. Like was it the the yellow the belt, katas, bro? Huh? The katas, like you know the the uh, the uh, the the forms and whatnot. Um, for taekwondo or for or for hapkido? No hapkido. Oh my bad, I think you're talking about taekwondo. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. No. Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, because uh, uh, I remember, like, for your yellow belt, you need to learn like the first, I think, twenty five holds or something like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, my uh, my my trainer was uh, Master Ken Berenger, and he was uh, he was actually the the creator of Modern Hop Keto, which was uh, a mix between Hop Keto and Taekwondo. Oh, and, uh, okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, like it was like Judo and Hop Keto all like mixed into one. It was ridiculous. Bro. Oh wow, okay, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, bro. Yeah, it was it was amazing, bro. Yeah, I ended up doing that, and then I ended up doing uh, Pancration and like uh, Sport Fight, which is like UFC. 
uh, trained by uh, Randy Couture, Matt Linlin, and all those guys, bro. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in uh, Team Quest and all that shit. No, okay, speaking of that, I know you are about to say <laughs> something, but kind of veering off. You're good. Like, I think that's another thing about pro wrestling. Too many uh, people are in the business. Too easy to get in. And a lot of times, yeah. you know, the fans are tougher than the wrestlers. What was your thoughts? I don't know if you saw it about the fan attacking, attacking Seth Rollins. Yeah, that was crazy, bro. I, I, I don't hear anything. What what caused him to do that? Like, why did he go for a double leg? That was. <laughs> oh, you're breaking up. You're breaking up a little bit. Oh, you good? You okay, now? now I could hear you. You talk, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, the guy was kind of. I mean, some people said it could be a work, but the guy just seemed like he's not all there, and and he was saying he's related to the Rock and Rikishi and all that, and he did it for this and that. But I mean, do you think Seth Rollins should have? You know, put more of a hurting on him. Do you think he looked well, weak? Yeah, bro. Because because if you were, it, it, it's bro. If if that was done when we were, you know, in right. the business, come on, dude, come on. You right. wouldn't have been walking, dude. Come on, you already know. Because I seen I seen Chavo Guerrero. He tweeted something like, "Remember the days when the wrestlers were tougher than the fans?" I was like, ooh. Oh, see, I I did. Okay. I did hear that. And I didn't know what that meant. Yeah. Now I got it. Yep. Oh, wow. That's yeah. crazy. Man. Yeah. Like WWE, bro. Like, I mean, I, I don't even watch that, dude. I, I haven't watched WWE in so long. It's crazy. Yeah. I'll watch it out of habit, but I don't go out of my <laughs> way. I don't go out of my way, you know, to watch it. But if it's on, I'll watch it, you know, and. Yeah, I watch uh, New Japan a lot. I'll be nice. I'll be up there in January at Washington Hall to watch that. Oh, nice! So, hey, yeah, bring I'm your boots. Bring your boots. You never know. Oh, well, that'd be great, bro! Oh my god, that, that's that's definitely a dream of mine. New Japan all day. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, shoot, sure. we're starting uh, running down on time. So, uh, do you want to get any shout outs or let the great listeners know how they could get a hold of big d the great buddy highway take it away yeah and uh on all my social medias for uh, big d it's uh the real og big d again that's the real og big d um on all social medias twitter uh, instagram facebook um and then if you want to get at me uh, buddy highway style I have an instagram and it's uh the real buddy highway and you can check it out and i'll be having um a storefront here soon as I just got accepted to brainbustertees.com. Nice. So yeah, so I'm excited to I'm excited to take my adventures and get my store up and going. So shout out to Brainbuster Tees and I'm looking forward to that, man. But yeah, man, uh, hit, hit me up on the email, uh buddyhighwayyahoo.com or uh big D PDX music at gmail.com, man. I'm all about it. Okay. All right, man. Um quick shout out to Pahu Rojo and Jay Linderman from Tales from the Abyss. Great podcast and great supporter of this show and my other show, Murky Chronicles. Hashtag save our children. Hashtag uh, Epstein and McAfee didn't kill themselves. And if she has an apple, she has a banana. Okay, brother, take it away and introduce your... Whoa, 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 whoa. Let me put on the brakes for a second. My bad. Let's talk about... <laughs> let, let, let's go back real quick and 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 do a little rewind and 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 talk about your album that's about to drop 
Yeah, man. Uh, dropping uh, December 17th. Uh, it's my third uh, full-length album. Um, it's going to have all kinds of people on there featuring Kasky, uh, Snug Brim, uh, Phil Morrow, and my nephew King Vibe. Uh, it'll be on all major platforms as well as physical copies. And uh, yeah, man, like I said, twelve seventeen it drops. And there's also an album release party um, on the 17th as well at uh, 1823 Mystery Bar in Hillsboro. Uh, tickets are only $10. So if you're in the area, make sure you come through and check it out, man. All right, all right. Well, everyone, we got a treat. We have a world premiere. So, brother, take it away and introduce your new track. Yes, yes. So I'm going to give you guys a little something brand new that nobody's heard yet. It's supposed to drop on the 17th. You know how your boy likes to smoke, smoke, smoke. So I'm going to give you that song called Apples and Bananas. Shouts out to Cookies Off Halsey. Shouts out to Uncle Burn out there, man. Fuck cancer. And I love you, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me on the show, man. It's a pleasure. Hey, my pleasure too. And hey, th- th- your song "Apples and Bananas" is that the name of it? Yes, sir. Hey, that goes with my last line. If she has an apple, she has a yeah. banana. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that, bro. <laughs> All right, here it is. Big D, apples and bananas. Man, shouts out to Cookies for the apples and bananas, man. I like to smoke, smoke, apples and bananas Smoke, smoke, apples and bananas We like to smoke, smoke, apples and bananas Apples and bananas I like to smoke, smoke, apples and bananas Smoke, smoke, apples and bananas We like to smoke, smoke Apples and bananas Apples and bananas Load up the bong and go Apples and bananas Feeling like Congo The weed just smoke is nameless Let's call it John Doe About to hit Mando's Pick up this combo Don't forget the Diet Coke Cookies got me leaning Trying to maintain Dodging all my demons, Cuban links flooded. That's what you're seeing. My team always eating, never ever leeching. Attached to the titty like I'm teething. City of the Rose, I rep for a reason. Ice cold, cause I'm freezing. It's a light show this evening. Best believe we chiefin'. In the group is where we meet. I got some papers, bring the weed and puff tough on the weekend. Rolling a Cubano, smoke kill like a head. Honcho jewelry dripping wet. Somebody grab a poncho, body slam the game. My name's Don Morocco. Get this cheese like it's nacho. I'm the man called. I like to smoke, smoke, apples and bananas. Smoke, smoke. Apples and bananas, we like to smoke, smoke, apples and bananas, apples and bananas, I like to smoke, smoke, apples and bananas, smoke, smoke, apples and bananas, we like to smoke, smoke, apples and bananas, 
Apples and bananas Peanut butter breath Mix it with the runts Feel it in my chest I need to adjust Fuck taking one puff Smoke it till the white ash About to hold it in So I think I might crash Your boy got a white stash But I'm never holding You can catch me loading all the finest flavors First in line at the drops Pockets full of paper All black like the Raiders Get oatmeal like I'm Quaker Fresh bags, food, savor Rolling something major Red hairs like Vader Coughing till your face hurts Then it gets way worse You're passing out head first Watching your chest burst Through the sweatshirt I would like to introduce to Lyrical Spit, he and I go way back, a father, a power lifter, an actor, professional rapper, fuck it, I fucked up, let me start again, <laughs> this is Leifola, the Butcher Dobashi, please share, follow, and or subscribe on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on most of your major podcast platforms. That way you'll get notifications and you will not miss a single daily spit. I am also ordained and I can marry you and give you all your blessing needs. Send your booking request to debashibookings at gmail.com. For all the links, go to lyricalspit.com. And I'll talk with you tomorrow with my daily message. My daily spit. Help keep this show free by buying some of our swag of apparel at ButcherSpit.com. We have t-shirts, hoodies, and even baby onesies. That's ButcherSpit.com. Be sure to check out Murky Chronicles drops every Friday. Hosted by yours truly, Theifala, the Butcher Dobashi, and Kenny Roberts. With guests, stories, news on unexplained and bizarre happenings, you can listen on your favorite podcast platforms or just go to lyricalspit.com for the latest shows and links. <laughs>